It is Money Talk with James Ross. Let's take our view from Taiwan with Ross Feingold, Business Development Director at SafePro Group. Uh, good morning, Ross. Good morning. Uh, nice to have you on the show. And I suppose um, looking down the range of stories that are coming out of Taiwan at the moment, things not looking that great, certainly as far as the government of Taiwan is concerned, uh, are they? Well, the export data has continued uh, for many months to not say bleak, but uh, exports continue to fall, and, and that's in conjunction with you know softness in the global economy, which you know it's, that's something uh, everyone in Hong Kong is aware of, and, and that includes ch- the Chinese mainland as well. So uh, even though July exports slightly beat government uh, forecasts, it's still been going down for. Uh, I think around 11 consecutive months. So it, you know, the, the situation, I, w- I wouldn't say, hey, well, you can't say it's optimistic. It might not be bleak, but I think there's definitely concern about continued fall in exports. What can the government do at the moment? What are, what are the, what's the action plan, would you say, to uh, give it all a bit of a boost? Well, that's a great question because uh, earlier this week, uh, an umbrella organization called the Chinese National Federation of Industries, umbrella for for trade uh, associations uh, really across the economy and one of the more prominent business associations here in Taiwan, they issued their their annual uh, white paper, which had several hundred uh, suggestions uh, for the government as trade associations tend to do in their white paper and uh, you know, things like regulation, uh, deregulation, uh, more foreign labor because Taiwan does have a labor shortage, especially in the manufacturing sector and traditional industries. Uh, They talked about energy concerns, which is a significant issue here in Taiwan. The government has been trying to shift the energy mix to renewables. A lot of investment has been made in offshore wind, but it hasn't been meeting the targets. And over time, uh, you know, this has moved from something where people uh, you know, talked and argued about it four or five years ago. Uh, but now we're at the point where uh, we see that there's been significant investment in offshore wind uh, and solar, uh, LNG, but it's not catching up to what the targets were supposed to be. And then uh, to, to try and uh, conclude this point, uh, the uh, industry wants uh, continued reliance on nuclear, which is something that uh, the government has pledged to phase out within the next few years. Uh, so that's going to come to a head, and we can see that industry is very, very concerned about future energy shortages in Taiwan. We occasionally even still have blackouts and brownouts. I wouldn't call it a critical issue for industry yet today, but they are certainly very, very worried about it. And then finally, no surprise, uh, but Taiwan's biggest industries, they want dialogue to resume between Taiwan and the mainland because the biggest industries, or even SMEs, uh, they rely heavily on, on the mainland market. It is still the biggest market for Taiwan's exports. Mm. And there are some specific examples of uh, uh, companies like Foxconn, Hanhai, and so on that uh, uh, are investing in the mainland, right? Well, it's interesting you say that because we're so used to reading about political tensions. We're used to reading about, you know, I was just talking about exports from Taiwan are down. Uh, we're, we're recent weeks, we've seen uh, negative economic news from China. Uh, but Foxconn Hanhai recently announced uh, an investment in a, a company in China that makes alloys. Uh, used in electric vehicles, because electric vehicles is, is a, a sector that uh, Foxconn Hanai is going all in on. They, they, they've committed uh, a lot of money 
and a lot of management time uh, to moving beyond just making iPhones and the other contract manufacturing that they're traditionally known for, uh, and they want to do this in China. Uh, so again, despite the, the political tensions, we see a significant Taiwan company is making a significant commitment uh, to the EV market in China. They don't want to be left behind, and they believe that they have a lot of skills and a lot of experience from their contract manufacturing experience that make that makes this a great opportunity for them. So yeah, in recent days they announced a $40 million U.S. dollar investment in a rights issue by a company listed in Shanghai that that's in the aluminum alloy space for electric vehicles. So it shows that certain Taiwan companies are still optimistic about opportunities in China. And just very quickly, are we going to see that uh, expanding to other companies uh, across the island? Do you think? Uh, I, I think you know, one area that we don't hear a lot about, but uh, I think they're still committed to China uh, from the Taiwan uh, corporate world side is in the services sector. So financial services firms are there. Other types of services firms uh, want to be in the China market. Uh, sometimes it's, it's not politically correct for them to be broadcasting that here right. in Taiwan. And, of course, a lot is depending on uh, the election here in January and, and what kind of economic a dialogue will result after the election, which will facilitate further uh, business expansion by Taiwan companies in China. It's a question mark, but uh, to answer your question, uh, I think Taiwan companies still very much want to be in China. Ross Feingold is Business Development Director at SafePro Group. Ross, thank you very much as ever.